Now this very same woman had suffered for many years. She had also spent everything that she had on doctors without any success. And instead of her situation improving, it only got worse. And Mark 5 verses 27, it says that when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him. At that very moment, she stepped out in faith. And she decided that she was going to touch the hem of Jesus's garment. And Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome everyone and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of spirits. I also hope and pray that you did enjoy, you know, the 4th of July last week, you know, the last weekend. And I also hope that you are enjoying this weekend. And also I do hope and pray that you do enjoy the week to come, depending on when you are listening to this podcast episode. As always, before beginning, I give all thanks and praises to the Father who art in heaven, his son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, I can do all things who, you know, to him who strengthens me, including this podcast and including this episode. Because to be honest, if it were not for them, if it were not for Christ, I probably would not be doing this. So I would like to take that time out to acknowledge them. And once again, I'd like to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, downloading, sharing, commenting, liking, following or subscribing. I truly appreciate it, even to those who just stop by, you know, just to see what I'm doing. Nevertheless, I thank each and every one of you. So yeah, so let's just keep it rolling. Where I am at today, the temperature is currently 76 degrees and it's rainy. Nevertheless, it is still a beautiful day. I am currently, of course, I'm sipping on a nice hot cup of Caffrey Roma. And for those that might be wondering, what is Caffrey Roma? Well, this is a roasted grain beverage that consists of roasted barley, chicory, and rye. And I'm having that with a nice slice of homemade sweet potato bread. Also, remember to stay tuned after the message for the Heroes of Faith segment. I have some great stuff coming up in that segment. And I know you're definitely going to enjoy it. And also stay tuned for the quote of the episode, which will be featured after the Heroes of Faith segment. 
The title of today's episode is Do Not Be Afraid, Only Believe, Part 1. And of course, this is episode number 055. Today's episode is inspired and taken from Mark 5, verses 36. And I will be reading from the New King James Version today. And it reads, As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid. Only believe. One day after Jesus had crossed over to the other side by boat from the city of the Gadarenes, a great multitude of people had gathered around him. While he was there, one of the rulers of the synagogue by the name of Jairus came to him, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and pleaded with Jesus sincerely as he asked him to come and lay hands on his daughter who lay at home dying. Jesus left and went with him. And a great multitude of people followed closely behind him. On his way to Jairus' house, he ran into a woman who had an issue of blood. Now this very same woman had suffered for many years. She had also spent everything that she had on doctors without any success. And instead of her situation improving, it only got worse. In Mark 5, verses 27, it says that when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him. At that very moment, she stepped out in faith. And she decided that she was going to touch the hem of Jesus's garment. And this is what she said. She said, if only I can touch his clothes, I shall be made well. After touching the hem of his garment in faith, the Bible says she was immediately healed. The fountain of blood that had been running for 12 years, where she went to just about every physician and spent all she had, only to have it get worse. However, when she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus stopped. And the reason why he stopped, because immediately he felt the power that had gone out of him. And he realized that it was no ordinary touch. There was something different about this particular touch. He then stopped and turned around to investigate who had touched him. And his disciples, they probably thought, he, you know, that Jesus was crazy. Because listen to their response when he asked, who touched my clothes? In verse 31, his disciples answered him and said, you see a multitude of throng in you and you say, who touched me? I mean, let's just be honest. I probably would say the same thing myself. I would have said the same thing to him myself. However, Jesus knew exactly who had touched him. He probably just wanted to see what she was going to do or say. 
The Bible tells us that he turned around and looked at her who had touched the hem of his garment. In Luke 5 verses 33 to 34, it reads here, But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. And I do apologize. That's actually Mark 5 verses 33. While he was still speaking to the woman, someone from Jairus's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Of course, Jesus overheard what the servant said. It tells us that as soon as Jesus overheard the word that the servant brought, he told Jairus, Do not be afraid. Only believe. Okay, so I'm doing this episode a little different. I, you know, it goes according to how the Holy Spirit leads, and this is how He's led me for this particular episode. So I'm going to go into a few observations. And these are some of the observations that I was able to actually come up with based on the, the, um, the chapter, actually. If you have been listening or paying close attention, or better yet, if you know the story, or you might even have your Bible open right now to Mark 5, one of the things that I immediately noticed when preparing this episode, which was back in May, and as I was reading the chapter, I noticed the great multitude of people who followed Jesus just about everywhere he went. There are so many of us today that do not want to follow Jesus. Or we choose to follow him our way rather than God's way. Also, another thing that I notice is the way that Jairus came and approached Jesus. He fell at his feet. And when I kind of went and looked for the definition of um, what this meant, it was a posture of humility. And he begged him earnestly to come and lay hands on his daughter and heal her so that, you know, she might live. Jesus got up and left with him. And the multitude of people followed him. And while he was on his way to go, of course, and lay hands on Jairus' daughter, he was interrupted by the woman with the issue of blood. In other words, he was delayed. Kind of reminds you with Lazarus. Yeah, he was delayed like for three days. But we know the story to that. And while he was speaking with the woman, word came, word had, you know, word had come that Jairus' daughter had died. And the servant, of course, had told him not to trouble the teacher. You see, for Jairus and the servant, the situation seemed hopeless, of course, in the natural. I mean, after all, the girl was dead. There was nothing else according to them that could be done. 
And that's the same way Mary and Martha felt after, you know, Lazarus been dead. He'd been dead for three days. He'd been buried, probably stinking. They felt like that was it. However, not according to Jesus. You know, thank God really for Jesus. Remember, God is always the one to and who has the last word. If he says it is finished, then it is finished. However, if God doesn't say it's over, then it ain't over. We also see how Jesus comforts Jairus and told him not to be afraid, only believe. The same way when we are going through situations, we too are being comforted by the Holy Spirit when we are going through something and we pray in faith. Even though the situation may not look good, doesn't mean that it's all over. However, just like Jesus told Jairus not to be afraid, only believe, the same message applies today for those of us who are in the body of Christ and when we are faced with the trials and tribulations of life. Now let us take a look at both scenarios. There were two people who were pointed out in this passage of scripture or the chapter, actually. It was Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, who wanted Jesus to come to his house and lay his hands on his dying daughter and to heal her so that she may live. In the other scenario, we have the woman with the issue of blood who had been suffering Not for one, not for two, three, or four, but for 12 years that also wanted and needed healing. They both wanted and needed something from Jesus. The something that they both needed and wanted was healing. However, the difference between both these individuals was that one thought He needed Jesus to be present in order for his healing or for his daughter's healing to take place. Whereas the woman with the issue of blood was like, if only I can touch his clothes. She said, surely I would be made well. Now you see, this shows the level of faith between the two. One thing they both got right, and that was that they both recognized that they had an issue and that they both needed help. And of course, they needed the help of Jesus for their prospective situations. The woman's faith, of course, was greater than the faith of the ruler of the synagogue. I mean, if you had to equate like the leader of the synagogue, that'd be like a probably something you would call today, maybe like a preacher or a pastor, who knows. But either way, this was someone that was over the synagogue. That's why it is important that you know who you're sitting under. You have to know who, you know, you got to know your leader. You know, what is his stance 
spiritually, you know, it's very important. Now, according to questions.org, because I went to do a little more digging. According to them, Jairus was a well-known leader, which the Bible kind of already tells us that. Well, they tell us he was a leader of the synagogue. But of course, they go a little more in depth and tell us that he was a well-known leader. So he was well-known in circles. He was a well-known leader in the synagogue of Capernaum. And the woman, of course, with the issue of blood in the crowd was most likely an outcast because of her ailment. And of course, you know, um, we know about the issues of blood. Of course, you can read it in Leviticus 15 verses 25 to 27. But Jesus graciously met their perspective needs and responded to their faith with equal love, power and willingness to heal. Because you see, Jesus shows no partiality to princes and does not favor the rich over the poor. For according to him, they are all the work of his hands, the master's hands. Because the woman with the issue of blood had stepped out on faith and touched the hem of his garment, she didn't, she didn't ask Jesus for any help. She didn't go to him to ask him for anything. She only believed that if she were able to touch the hem of his garment, she would be made whole. What is it that you are praying for? What are you believing and trusting God for? Maybe it's for, maybe if you're a woman, Maybe it's a husband, a good husband. Maybe, you know, it's a a prodigal son. And maybe you're praying to God like Sarah for a child. You're barren, you, you, know, you want a child or something. Maybe it's a new job, um, a new position, whatever, whatever it, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. It might be, might be even sickness. You know, maybe you've been praying for healing in your body. You know, maybe you're praying and you're asking God on how to pay your bills this month. I mean, let's be real. We are all going through something here because we all have been affected in some way, form or fashion by what has taken place this year throughout the world. You know, and like I said, maybe you are praying and asking God for a child. You're getting older, your clock is ticking away like they say, your biological clock. And you're like, oh my God, I, you know. I mean, he gave Sarah and Abraham a child at 90 and 100. God bless him. I ain't got that kind of strength. You know, maybe you are, like I said before, maybe you're a single woman. You know, who has been single as long or even longer as the woman who was dealing with the issue of blood. I mean, let's just be real. That could be you. In the natural eye, it looks all hopeless. It looks so hopeless because, yeah, you've been single for so long. And there's no good men out there, especially if you're a Christian woman. You might be ready to give up or, you know, whatever your situation is. You know what your situation is. Just like the woman with the issue of blood knew what her situation is or was, excuse me. And the same way Jairus knew what his situation was. Either way, Jesus knows. God knows 
what our situation is. And of course, you know your situation. However, in the natural, everything might look grim. You know, and the enemy is probably whispering in your ear, probably using people. He, he works in so many different ways that it's not even funny. And he's probably whispering in your ear like, you know, he used Job's wife to tell him, curse God and die. He's probably telling you, can't you see? God is not listening to you. You're going to be evicted. Or he's probably telling you, you're too old. No man or no woman is going to want you. (laughs) Whatever the situation may be, which posture are you going to take? Are you going to take the posture of Jairus, the synagogue ruler, who wanted Jesus to come to his home and lay hands on his daughter? Or are you going to take the posture of the woman with the issue of blood and say, if only I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Now, guess what? How would you be able to touch the hem of his garment in the spiritual? By faith. So let's see. How can we apply all that we just learned there? I guess the real question here is, how can we apply this to our lives? For one, we can apply the lessons that we learn from both individuals by first recognizing that we have an issue. No matter what your issue is, there's nothing that God is not able It don't matter where you've been. God is able. And after we recognize we have an issue, we then need to recognize that we need Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. So if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, now would be a good time. And once we have received and accepted him as our Lord and Savior of our life, the next step would be to seek God in prayer diligently and earnestly, making our request known unto him because he is able. And of course, to conclude, we are then to have faith and believe that he who is able will answer in due season. For he is God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as I seek you daily, I come before thee humbly and earnestly petitioning my requests. Father, I enter into your courts with thanksgiving and praise. Father, for I know that you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly anything that I can ever ask or even imagine. No problem is too great or too small for you. And just like the woman with the issue of blood, I approach and ask you in great faith, believing that one touch of your son, Jesus Christ, I will be made whole. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Stay tuned. Up next is the Heroes of Faith segment. You are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with Arlena. Welcome back. I hope and pray that, you know, each and every one of you enjoyed the message. If you've stayed tuned this far, I thank you for, you know, making it this far. Um, Thank you once again for um, listening to the message. Of course, the message was entitled, Do Not Be Afraid, Only Believe, Part 1. Now it is time for the Heroes of Faith segment. And this month's hero or rather, heroine of faith is none other than Sarah. Sarah, the mother of nations. Sarah was the first woman distinctly portrayed in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Her life was one continuous trial after another. Sarah's life became Abraham's. Wherever he went, she went with him. She was the loyal and faithful wife to her husband. Abraham was willing to forsake home and country for the unknown with Sarah at his side in order to follow the path that God had called him to. When Abraham left Haran or Haran, he was 75 years old. So Sarah would have probably been around 65. She left the only place where she had lived practically all her life and followed Abraham. They stood together through everything, through thick and thin. Together, both Sarah and Abraham traveled from one place to the other. Sarah never once complained or ever looked back like Lot's wife did when she left Sodom and Gomorrah. And of course, We all know what happened to her. She was turned into a pillar of salt. Sarah was a loyal and obedient wife to her husband, Abraham. She stuck with him through thick and thin, even during the famine. Not even his relationship with Hagar changed their loyalty and love for one another. Sarah is the only woman in the Bible whose age is recorded. This clearly signifies the importance that Sarah played in the history of God's people, of course, which resulted in the bloodline of Jesus Christ. Sarah was the first matriarch of the Bible. She is also mentioned in Hebrews 11.11, which reads, Through faith, Sarah herself receives strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. The allegory of Sarah and Hagar. Sarah is also or has also been referred to as the free woman who gave birth according to the spirit. 
and Hagar is referred to as the bondwoman who gave birth to a child according to the flesh. Sarah is also mentioned in Isaiah 51 verses 2. Look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who gave birth to you in pain. When he was but one, I called him. Then I blessed him and multiplied him. So I hope you did enjoy the segment. Um, I did the research for this segment in the wee hours of the morning. I was working on this during the heavy stages of the beginning of, you know, quarantine. So it would be somewhere like maybe, I would say, mid-March to early April. And of course, this was done in the wee hours, like I said before, in the morning. And of course, I would back then I would go to bed like at times I would go to bed at 4 a.m. Just reading and doing all types of different research as far as um, on the various topics for podcast episodes. Uh, mainly a lot of heroes of faith, of course, getting the nitty gritty. So I do hope and pray that you enjoyed this month's heroes or heroine, actually, a faith segment, which, of course, we featured Sarah, the mother of nations. So stay tuned for the quote of the episode and also stay tuned for the closing of the episode. Okay, so welcome back once again. So let us get into the quote of the episode. And of course, today's quote of the episode reads, Salvation is not for those who behave, but for those who believe in Jesus Christ. It is not for those who try, but for those who trust in him. And this episode's quote is by none other than Mr. Steve Lawson. Once again, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you. And if indeed this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you, please feel free to share it with others. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes, Spreaker.com, Podomatic, also, it can be found on Google Podcasts, and you can also leave me a rating on iTunes if you choose to do so. You can also feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above-mentioned platforms. Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast, the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast, which is a devotional podcast, which is also featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes, Google Play, and of course, Google Podcasts. You can also check out Arlena Uncut and Arlena's Corner, which is based off of my blog, also on Spreaker.com. Also, please feel free to check out my YouTube channels at Arlena's Corner and at the Spare and Javelin Ministries. If you'd like, you can simply drop me a line at ArlenaFlanders01 at gmail.com. You can also check out my blog at www.ArlenaFlanders01.wordpress.com. Yeah, that's a whole lot of dots. I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. Remember that as long as there is life, it is never too late to accept Christ. Be blessed.